Amen. Welcome to your year of higher ground. That is my portion. I will live to see, and my mouth will testify. Praise the Lord. As you have declared, so the Lord will do unto you in Jesus' name. Um, you see, while well, well, a few days ago, the Lord was reminding me regarding uh, this uh, year prophetic uh, words. Uh, this is my year of higher ground. That is my portion. I will live to see it, and my mouth will testify. And the Lord said, I should ask you, has that confession, have you experienced it? Have you experienced it that this is your year of higher ground? So what that means to you is that begin to take stock. Don't wait for the crossover. I can tell you, I personally, my family, we have experienced it. We have experienced it. And I know that you have experienced it. What you confess, you become. So begin to take stock of the Lord's goodness in your life. Don't wait until you get to the crossover and then you begin to forget some things. List out the things that God has done for you and your household, even in this year. There's so many of them. What higher ground has the Lord lifted you up? Where were you before? And how has the Lord lifted you, whether in your studies, whether in your marriage? I mean, some people got married, some people got jobs, some people become permanent resident, people have babies, and so on. The list is ended. And I know that even in these few days that are left in this month and the remaining days of this year, I tell you, the higher ground you are going to experience will be greater than all the one you have experienced in the, in the last 11 months. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise Amen. Master Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Psalm 106. Psalm 106. Um, we are now we are going to read some verses there. We may not be able to exhaust it because of the volume, but that is our anchor scripture this morning. So we are going to, I will read from here. You just follow and uh, if time permit, we might read together. Praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for his good, for his mercy endureth forever. Who can utter the mighty act of the Lord? Who can show forth all his praise? Blessed are they that keep judgment, and he that doeth righteousness at all times. Remember me, O Lord, with the favor that thou bearest unto thy people. Oh, visit me with thy salvation. God will visit you with his salvation today. I say, God will visit you with his salvation today. God will visit you with his salvation today. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Now, it says, that I may see the good of thy chosen, that I may rejoice in the gladness of thy of thy nation that I may glory with thy inheritance. We have seen with our fathers, we have committed iniquity, we have done wickedly. Verse 7, I'm reading Psalm 106, verse 7. Our fathers understood not thy wonders in Egypt, they remember not the multitude of thy miracles. Just like I was saying earlier this morning, 
they understood not, they remembered one of the big things, one of the, the, the error of the Israelites, even till our present generation, is that we quickly forget. We quickly forget how God has brought us, what he has done. Now, the Bible says that they remember not. You will remember in the name of Jesus. I will remember in the name of Jesus. Remember the multitude of thy mercy, but provoked him at the sea, even at the Red Sea. They provoked him. They get, they get him angry. Now, nevertheless, he saved them for his namesake, that he might make his power, <clears throat> excuse me, his mighty power to be known. Verse 9, he rebuked the Red Sea also, and it was dried up. So he led them through the depth, as, do, as through the wilderness. And he saved them from the hands of him that hated them. God will save you from the hands of them that hated you in the name of Jesus. God will part every recipe before you in the name of Jesus. Maybe you're having a research. You don't know the way to go. This morning, the Lord will, 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 will open your eyes and you will see in the name of Jesus. And we show you the way to go in Jesus' name. And redeem them from the hand of their enemy. God will redeem you and your household from the hands of your enemy in Jesus' name. And the waters cover their enemy. The water will cover your enemies. There was not one of them left. Then believed they his word. They sang his praise. They soon forgot. Again, look at it, his works. They waited not for his counsel. Tell you, I want you to unmute your device. Unmute your devices, everybody. Make sure you are not sleeping. Say, I will wait for the counsel of God. Wait for the counseling of God. Louder, louder. I know God is talking to somebody. I will wait for the counsel of God. I will wait for the counsel of God. I will wait for the counsel of God. Amen. Now, they soon forgot his works. They waited not for his counsel. In verse 13, pay attention to that verse. But lost it exceedingly in the wilderness and tempted God in the desert. Pay attention to that. They, they lost it and so lost led to temptation. They tempt God and he gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. You see, God will not give you any request that is not his will in the name of Jesus. Only his will will be done in our life in Jesus' name. Look at verse 16. They envied Moses. You don't need to envy your brother. Don't envy anybody. If you see what God is doing, one of the things that God has taught us a long time to family, if you see what God is doing in the life of anybody that we desire, one will say, Father, I thank you for the life of this family. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for what you are doing in their life. Lord, remember us for good. But don't envy anybody. Envy is a sin. Envy is a sin. They envied Moses also in the camp, and Aaron, the saints of the Lord, the heart opened and swallowed up Datan and covered the company of Abiram. And a fire was kindled in their camp, in their company, the flame burned up the wicked. They made a calf in Oreb and worshipped the modern image. Thus, they exchanged their glory. Can you see? They exchanged their glory into the similitude of an ox that eateth grass. And anyone that may have exchanged his own glory, the power of God will restore your glory back. Mm 
In the mighty name of Jesus. We will pause here. You can read the remaining one. Yes, my, I got your uh, te testimony. Uh, we'll, we'll give you, uh, you know, uh, some few seconds to share. That is good news. Now, brethren, we have been looking at enduring temptation. And this scripture where we read, it gives us insight into another level of temptation that we face daily. Now, we have looked at series of temptation. We have looked at, uh, you know, we have temptation for, uh, for money and material possession. We have looked at for temptation for power, which stems from, from pride. Uh, we have looked at also the temptation for sexual pleasure. And so we are looking at this morning number four. Number four category of temptation is what we call temptation. The temptation to tempt God. Temptation to tempt God or vexing the Holy Spirit. In other words, you can say vexing the Holy Spirit. But temptation to tempt God. You might ask, can I tempt God who created me? Yes, you can tempt God. From this scripture we have seen, the psalmist began by expressing gratitude to God. And then the Bible began by them, you know, from verse 6 downward, the God began to analyze, break down where they have tempted him several times. They tempted him. He said they understood not to wonder. So what does it mean to tempt God? It simply means to make God a liar. It simply means to say, God, you are a liar. And the Bible tells us in the book of Numbers 23, verse 19. So I want somebody else to read that for us quickly. Numbers 23, 19. Numbers 23, 19. Numbers 23, 19. Numbers 23, 19. If you are there, read for us quickly. Numbers 23, 19. I read. Yes, sir. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. And he said, and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken? And shall he not make it good? Amen. Let somebody shout to be hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God is not a man. So what does it mean to tempt God? To tempt God simply means to doubt God. To tempt God is to make God a liar. And God is not a man that he should lie. God can never lie. In fact, he is not in him to lie. That's why when the Bible says God is not a man that he should lie, what it means, God not being a man, is, is this. In man, man has the tendency to lie. Man is in the gene of man because of the error of Adam and Eve to lie. And that's why you don't teach any little child how to do bad things, but you just see, you know, somehow their learned behaviors. Why? Because it's in the gene. That's why everybody must come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ one-on-one. -on -one. Now, but God is not possible for God to lie. In fact, uh, the, 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 so the Bible made us to understand that that it was impossible for God to lie. It was impossible. He cannot lie. So temptation to tempt God is one of the grievous temptations. In fact, the Bible tells us in the book of Matthew 12, if you are there before me, you can read Matthew chapter 12, verse 31 to 32. It tells us how grievous this particular number four temptation can be. Matthew 12, 31 to 32. 
Amen. He said, but he said, but whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, he shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. So temptation to tempt God is simply means saying that God is not powerful enough or not enough to do what he promised to do with your life. The moment you begin to allow doubt in your heart, you are tempting God. And it is very dangerous to tempt God. Look at the account where we read in the book of Psalm 106. They forgot, you know, they tempt God. In fact, in, in the book of Exodus chapter 14, Exodus 14 from verse 10 to 12. Exodus 14 verse 10 to 12 was there. Exodus 14, 10 to 12. As an example of the way they tempted God. And as we look at it, you ask yourself, how have I been tempting God too? Exodus 14, 10 to 12. Exodus 14, 10. And when Pharaoh breathed near, the children of Israel up their eyes and so the Egyptians passed after them. And they were still afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. Heaven and he said unto Moses, Because there were no grave in, e in Egypt, as Mm hast -hmm. thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee, tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians. For it has been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Can you see? So when you allow such kind of words to filter through your mouth, your heart, what you are doing is that you are tempting God, and God is not happy about it. You are vexing the Holy Ghost. When you begin to compare your past with what God has promised you, God has promised you glorious things unto your household. But now because of one challenge, you see a red sea. The people of Israel saw the red sea, and they begin. They said, we told you before. It is better for us to remain in Egypt and serve the Egyptians than for us to go to where we don't even know where we are going. That is what we call temptation to tempt God. They tempted God. They provoked him. Look at it where we took our uncle reading. Psalm 106. I still want you to go and devote time and study that scripture very well. They tempted God. Now, what does it mean to tempt God? Number three, it simply means that it simply means to grieve the Holy Ghost. To grieve the Holy Ghost, to grieve Him, it is the sin that is not unpardonable. Both in this one and the world to come. So when the Spirit of God is telling you something, and you are saying it's a lie, you know what you are doing? You are grieving the Holy Ghost. You are vexing Him. You are provoking Him. Now there was a case of some people who grieved the Holy Ghost. They never recover from it. A good example is the one we read in the book of Psalm 106. And those three boys, those three men, Dathan, Abiram, and Korah, they grieved the Holy Ghost, the ground opened, and the ground swallowed them up. Another example can be found in the book of Acts chapter 5. Maybe tomorrow we'll look into that. Also, a couple, 
they both lied together. They agreed to lie and to tempt the Holy Ghost. They did not do so to, 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 up, to, up to this point. Their account was only remembered for evil. Now, they tempted the Holy Ghost, Ananias and Sapphira, in the New Testament, in the days of Peter. And Peter did not even cause them. He just told them, how is it that both of you agreed to tempt the Holy Ghost? Why are you doing all this? And these Peter did not even say anything. And then they tell them, both of them, the husband and the wife, that, and the that was a shame to them. That is not a portion in the mighty name of Jesus. That is not my portion in the name of Jesus. So, brethren, don't tempt God. You might say, How is it that I've been tempting God? Well, when you don't believe his servant, you are tempting God. When you don't believe his servant, you are tempting God. He said, By a prophet, he brought them up. By a prophet, they were what? They were preserved. Look at it. The Bible said that they envied Moses. They provoked Moses to anger. Do you know there are people in the church today who provoke God's servant? There are many of them. But now, when we do all of this, we are tempting God. And you can see the consequences of what happened to the to Abiram and, and uh, uh, Datan and Abiram and Korah. So how do you tempt God? You tempt God when you refuse to express gratitude to God. When you are not grateful for what God is doing. When you begin to murmur instead of praising God. When you begin to allow your problem to weigh you down and you begin to say, eh, eh well, that word that Pastor even said, said, I don't even know whether it's coming to pass in my life. You are tempting God. By that talk alone, or by saying it out of your mouth, your own is to say, Lord, I believe. I believe. Let there be a performance of what you have said through your servant, through your word that I've studied this morning. Let there be a I believe. Lord, help my own belief. That was the confession of, of Mary. Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ, a big vision was given to her. She never imagined how that would come to pass. But she said, Well, I believe. I believe. And the Bible said, Blessed is she that they shall be performance of those things which were spoken. So, brethren, do not tempt God. Don't tempt God by doubting God. Don't tempt God by doubting His servant. Don't tempt God by doubting the leading world. Don't tempt God by doubting the Holy Spirit inside of you. Whatever God has promised you will do with your life, hold on to it. He will surely bring it to pass. Now, you are going to pray this morning. This is the month we'll take on that. You are going to pray. You are going to say, Father, and I want you to note down this prayer point, and because we don't have time again to pray them, I want you to say, Father, I am sorry for any, in any way I, that I have tempted you in the past. In the ways that I have tempted you in the past, I am sorry. Have mercy on me. I am sorry. The Bible tells us that it said, it said, it said to him that endure temptation. He shall be given the crown of life. Lord, I am sorry if I have tempted you in the past. Number two, Lord, increase my faith that I may not tempt your spirit again. Increase my faith that I may not tempt your spirit again. Increase my faith that I may not tempt your spirit again. Now, your next number three prayer is, Father, I believe in you. And in your glorious promises for my life and family, 
Bring them to fruition in the name of Jesus. Bring your promises to pass for my life, Lord. I believe you. I believe you. In the same words, may be going around my life right now. I believe you. I believe you. I, I will not doubt. Dear God. And number four, Father, remove the spirit of doubt and murmuring out of my life. Remove the spirit of doubt and unbelief and murmuring out of my life. And then number five, begin to thank him for answer and ask him what you want him to do. Ask him. Now, if you are here this morning, you are not born again. I want you to know that uh, by not believing that Jesus died for you, it means that you are tempting God. And it's a grievous sin because every, every, every other sin will be forgiven. But a sin that is against the Holy Ghost will not both in this world and in the world to come. But you can escape this morning by accepting Jesus into your life, inviting families, your household right now to come to Jesus and the Lord will deliver you. Now you are here this morning or you are just, maybe uh, you will hear later. And I want you to say, lift up your right hand. You want to accept Jesus and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning, a sinner. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. I am sorry for my error. I'm sorry for tempting you. I'm sorry for doubting you in the past. This morning, Lord Jesus, I have come to you. Wash away my sins. Thank you. Fill me with your spirit, the Holy Ghost, according to your word in Ephesians 1, verse 13, in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray as many that pray this prayer, forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. Fill them with the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Lord, I pray this morning, open the spirit of doubt from me. Operate the spirit of money from me. I believe in your promises. I believe in you. I believe in your promises for my life. Bring them to fruition. Whatever you have said you will do in the name of Jesus, I will wait for your counsel. Increase my faith that I may not tempt your spirit again. Lord, I'm sorry for in any way I have tempted you in the past in the name of Jesus. Now begin to ask him what you want him to do for you today. Ask him what you want him to do for you today. Go ahead and pray. Begin to appreciate him for answered prayer. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Uh, again, there's no time, but I want you to still go back home. I mean, you are home or anywhere you are going at this morning. Take those prayer points. Pray them. Maybe you are in the bus, you are driving, whatever. Take those five prayer points. Pray them intensely. These few seconds to pray them is not enough. Father, I thank you. I want you to stretch forth your hand. Whatever you have trusted the Lord for this morning, they are granted unto you. Lord, I thank you for your word that you have brought unto us. I am sorry, Lord, in any way that I have tempted you, my household, and my brethren. Together we acknowledge that we have sinned against you, Holy Ghost. This morning, please be merciful upon us. Sweet Spirit of God, don't be angry with us. We have nowhere else to run to. We have no one else to help us except to help us, Holy Ghost. 
this morning, Lord, we know uh, we, in the past we have followed the patterns of our fathers by tempting you, by provoking you, by not remembering your wonders, your goodness in our life. But this morning you have brought it to us again. We are sorry for the way we have tempted you. We are sorry for the way we have doubted your power, your word, or we have even doubted your servant. This morning, please be merciful in the name of Jesus. Lord, on behalf of your church, Jesus, the redeemed Christian church of God, the body of Christ globally, and the world, Lord, have mercy in the name of Jesus. Lord, your children have made petition in their ear, both the ones, Lord Jesus, they have uttered that no one else even know. I pray this morning, Lord, you have the power, you've got the resources, you have everything. You can save. I believe in you. Save your children this morning. As we have prayed concerning the strike, this week we believe you for miracle. We know that we will hear the good news that the strike has been called off. As your children go out today, let it be well with them. Let them come back with testimony as they believe you. In Jesus' name, we are praying.